50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Everybody, welcome to SWAF. That stands for Sophia with an F. People, I am in a fucking mood today. I'm running on one hour of sleep. I'm on my second hard seltzer. Fabi, what are you on? I'm on my first seltzer <laughs> and I just took a two hour nap. <laughs> so I might be doing a little better. Guys, you will never believe who is here. And I am <laughs> so excited. Guess who's back? Back again. Not Shady's him. back. No, people are going to think we're talking about someone else. Oh, we're not talking Fabby's about him. Back. We're talking about Fabby <laughs> Jones. She needs no introduction at this point. She's a fucking regular. Fabby <laughs> showed up here with the most beautiful, cutest like bag. I am so fucking jealous. What is a bag? It is the Louis Vuitton vanity bag. It's Cream and rosewood, which just those words together. Cream and rosewood. I, I want the candle. I want the lip liner. <laughs> yeah. I want I was the like, lipstick. The the name of the bag is definitely a selling point. <laughs> yes. But I was told that there was only seven of them left in the United States. And I happened to get one. Wait, in Vegas? No, in the United States. They had to ship it in from a different place. Oh, okay. Got it was it. completely sold out online. Wow. And when I went to pick it up from the store, I was like trying it on and like all of the girls around me were like, wait, like what's that bag? And I was like, it's not available <laughs> for any of you peasants. You're like, I was on a fucking waiting list. You know how they do that for like the Birkins yeah. and you can't get it? Yeah. So Fabi showed up with this fucking bag. I'm very excited about it. I do want to just add in because I don't necessarily think that being overly excited about a material thing is the best. <laughs> Should be glorified. I don't at all, but I do want it to seem relatable. And the fact that I did sell two of the bags that I already had in order to pay for this one. So having something like this is not unattainable. If you wanted to make a purchase like this, you know, sell your clothes on Poshmark. How much was the bag? The bag, including tax, was 3500 Okay. And you sold two bags on Poshmark? No, I actually sold one to a Sophia with an F fan. <laughs> Shut up! Yes. You have not told me this. Oh, I didn't? Yes. No. It, um, I sold my YSL to her. And then the <sighs> other one I sold on eBay. 
<laughs> wow. And you're not going to give me any commission for that hookup? Um, excuse me. You're I, like, I'm not being paid to yeah. be here. Shut the fuck I was like, up. The one, thing that, the one good thing that you can do for me is get my bag sold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. I fucking love the salute. Fabi, you also, she came in with the bag, but she also came in with a story that was a little bit more traumatizing. Can you please tell us? It is materialistic again, but it's okay. Like, we like nice things here and there. I do like nice things. So (laughs) this guy that I recently met, I think that his way of trying to like court me was that he was going to get me a gift. That was his way of like trying to get me interested. I love him already. Yeah. Well, (laughs) we'll see how much you love him after this. So he gets me this Cartier ring, which is beautiful. It's mm-hmm. it's the nail ring. I've always wanted the ring. It's gold and it had diamonds on it. Wow. I'm so tacky. I want to ask you again how much it was. Well, if you buy it from Cartier, it's mm-hmm. like over 5,000. I think it's oh like 5,500. 5, yes, it's a it's a Whoa. nice piece of jewelry. Okay. It came in the Cartier bag, but the box did not seem legit. And then I was looking at it and I was just like, I don't know why, but this just doesn't seem. It's not adding up. It just doesn't. It just something seemed weird. So the next day I go to Cartier, I take in the ring and I was like, I need you to authenticate the ring for me. And they're like, we don't do that here. So I was just like kind of chatting up the lady. I was like trying to get her to be my friend. So I was like, I really needed her to authenticate it. (laughs) So eventually we're back in her office and she's like, hey, I'm going to look up the serial number. The oh serial God. number did not match the ring. And she was just like, she's like, it's real gold and it's real silver. But she's like, I'm telling you, it's not Cartier. And I have heard about this, that you can get like fake Cartier jewelry from this retailer in Europe. Same materials made by the same manufacturer. Not the same manufacturer. It's okay. not Cartier. Okay. It was fake Cartier. Okay. But the ring was gold and diamond. So anyways, I called a pawn shop and I'm about to send it in because I... <laughs> No, nothing against like I have ha- I have worn a fake bag before. Nothing Hi, against it, yes. but I'm just at a point in my life I don't. I no, don't. It was a gift from him. Yes. I'm so, like, yeah. I would probably buy that for myself, right? Like I'd be like, oh, I can get something that's pretty much the same, but just not technically Cartier, right? But from a man uh-huh. who's trying to date me, absolutely not. Did he get a call back? Did he get a date? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I called him. I was like, oh my God. I was like, you should definitely contact your jeweler because I just took it in. <laughs> and he was like, what? He like tried to act like he had no fucking clue that that could ever happen. And I was just like, please. Wait, what about the box or the ring threw you off? Well, the ring had a tiny chip in it. Oh my God. Is yeah. this guy an idiot? He obviously didn't look at it. You're better off not buying me anything in general. Absolutely. Yeah. Or it's fucking buy you dinner <laughs> and get you flowers. Yeah. That would be better than a fake ass ring. A little over the top. Well, I really respect that lady for taking you into a back room. I could see in stores, designer stores like that, sometimes people trying to be pretentious and embarrass you. Yes. I actually was a little nervous about that. Yeah. I got really lucky with who I was with. Yeah. Because it was kind of embarrassing for her to be like, it's not real. But she was really cool about it. Yeah. She didn't make me feel bad at all. The exact same thing happened to me, but in a different way. And I just want to quickly talk about it. I have been applying for global entry. Do you know what that is? Yes. 
It's basically TSA, but to travel outside of the country. The process is extremely rigorous to get accepted. It's been over a year that I like try to get accepted into it. Long story short, I go in for my appointment. They finally accepted my application. I go in. The lady is going through my public record. And she all of a sudden says, yeah, I'm going to need you to go get like your police report or like your expungement report because there's some issues here. Wait, from when you and I got arrested? I think it was the time that you and I got arrested, which for anyone (laughs) listening. And you know what I told her? I was like, our attorney (laughs) will get us out of everything, bitch. (laughs) I did not know that. Yes. So she, she says that. And I have a few things on my record that should be expunged by now because they all happened when I was 17, 18, 19. I'm not getting global entry. I've been arrested three times. (laughs) Like I might as well just say, I actually been thinking about doing it and obviously it's not happening. The fact that you and I casually (laughs) say that we've been arrested three times, you know, that's not normal, right? To anyone listening. Now that I'm getting older, I realize it's very not normal. I I ask people and they're like, you've ever ever been arrested? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, really? Not even once? I'm the same way. So back to my story. She, and there's all these people in this waiting room. And I have to ask her, can you just, can you pinpoint exactly what it is so I can get you the right report? Because I know there's a few things on that public record. And she (laughs) took me into a back room to tell me it was a forgery felony charge. The fake ID. I was using a fake ID when I was 17 years old. That was when we got arrested together. Yes. Wait, that is so fucking funny. Do you know how (laughs) fucked up that is? And then I was denied global entry. Wait, are you serious? I was denied global entry because of a fake ID that they claimed was forgery. And I guess that's a felony, Wait, forgery. This is making me kind of sad because I know I have no chance now. You have no chance, girlfriend. Wow. We are going to have to be waiting in lines, <laughs> flying in and out of the U.S. But my point is, it was really sweet for her to not say it in front of, like, the, the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And take me into the back room. Yeah. We respect people like that. Quickly, we have so much shit to talk about, but I always like to do a mental health update I think it's really important to check in with your mental health. For me, personally, I am on one hour of sleep. However, I force myself to do 45 minutes of Pilates. I know this is a really boring story, but exercise completely changes my mental health. It really does. And I'm going to say I'm at a nine for some reason. Maybe an eight. That's good. Yes. Thank you. It was better than when I was here two weeks ago. <laughs> what did know? I say? You were like at a two or something. <laughs> <laughs> you seem great though. Yeah. Well, I am feeling really good today. Mm-hmm. I'm probably honestly at a 10. I think I was, at, was I at a 10? No, I was at an eight. I'm at a 10 because I had something really exciting. She's up two points. So last time I mentioned that I was buying a property, but I didn't say where. Just because I don't, I, I mean, I have spoken to a lot of my friends about it, but I just, I don't know if I really wanted to jinx it, but because now it's more official, I put in my first unofficial offer for an apartment in New York that I will be purchasing. So I think you're going to love New York so much. 
I'm going to be there. I know. And John. John Asmar. He is going to be on an episode very soon. And you've heard of him. Obviously. I think it's going to be so fun. The three amigos. Yes, how cute. We're going to run shit. <laughs> just kidding. We're 30. We're 30. <laughs> we're 35 now. I just recently watched all six seasons of Sex and the City. So I'm going to bring it up again. But they were all like mid-30s. And they were having the time of their lives. Thank you. 30 is still very young. It is. It is. Thank you for pointing that out. All right, let's just move this along. Fabi and I were reminiscing about some of our party days, as you do. And the thing is, we both have stories that have to do with a drug called ketamine. Yeah. (laughs) If you guys don't know what ketamine is, what is it, a horse tranquilizer? (laughs) Yes. And somebody thought it would be a good idea to take it. (laughs) Like every drug I think about, I'm like, who decided that it was a smart thing to like inject yourself with that and be like, all right, let's see how this goes. I mean, things like cocaine, I get. It came from a coca leaf. Yeah. I just made that up, but I'm assuming. I went to Peru and, okay, first of all, I would put coca leaves in my tea every morning. Okay. And you chew on it to give you energy. And then (gasps) because the elevation is so high, they sell you coca gum and it numbs you so the elevation doesn't affect you as much. I ended up coming home. I didn't realize what it really was. Right. I brought bag two bags of coca leaves because they literally cost like 50 cents in Peru. And I brought one for my grandma and my mom thinking that's cool. My mom was just like, Fabi, did you bring this in your luggage? And I was like, yes. And she's like, you just, she's like, that's like smuggling pretty much drugs. Is it? She was like, you could have gone to jail. Uh, Absolutely. I'm surprised they didn't like stop you at customs. It was inside my luggage and I guess they just didn't see it. It was so innocent. So you really need global entry (laughs) so you can be smuggling drugs in now. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to bring my family back some cocaine leaves. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage of my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is taste salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with taste salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town And we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. 
And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized, I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at Taysalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taysalud. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm -mm, mm -mm, not the move. The move is high quality thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. I'm going to tell mine first because it includes both of us. So we go to this party. We go to this after party. We're in New York. I don't know. We were at, we ate at Blue Ruben. Blue Reuben Burgers. <laughs> Guys, I was trying to say Blue Ribbon Sushi. Wow. Whatever. So we end up at this after party and there is a tray or a mirror being passed around with a substance on it as you do. 
right? Mm-hmm. At the after party. So the tray gets to me and I quickly notice that there are, it's not just one obvious pile of cocaine, you know, with mm-hmm. the rolled up dollar bill or the straw and the credit card. There's three separate piles of a white substance. They're all white, all white powder, just like little mountains. And the guy just like hands me the straw. And I just looked at him and I was like, is this Russian roulette? Like, how Like how does this work? And he said, no, 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 honey. Slurring his words, by the way. Like, he probably, he probably lied to me. But he says, one pile is Coke. One pile is Molly, I think it was. Yeah. And one pile is ketamine. And at that point, I said... I'm not fucking with the horse tranquilizer. I'm not fucking with the Molly. I'm fucking with the thing I know and love, which is Coke. <laughs> Guys, this story was a long time ago. Like, we don't do those things anymore. Never. Right, Fabi? Thank you. Long story short, the tray <laughs> comes back to me after I've had a few cocktails and the guy passing the tray around fucking probably took half of the horse tranquilizer and he hands me the tray and I end up doing ketamine. Fabi and I decide to leave the party and we're walking back to our hotel and all of a sudden Fabi asked me a question and the words that came out of my mouth when I was trying to answer her. Guys, I couldn't speak. I couldn't talk. (laughs) Fabi was like, yeah. And then like, are you available this day? And I would answer with, I remember looking at you and I was like, are you fucking okay? (laughs) And at first I thought it was a fluke. And I was just like, oh, I just fucked up my words. And then Fabi kept asking me questions. And I'm not dramatizing this. I would answer with like, like I lost all motor skills. Yeah. My body was fine. I was walking, (laughs) but I could not speak. Didn't you? You were like, I'm going to text you. (laughs) So we're like walking next to each other down like New York City streets and she's texting me so I know what she's talking about because she couldn't fucking talk. I like mumbled out the words like text you. (laughs) Like from Wolf of Wall Street. You know that scene. Steve Madden. (laughs) So it was like my mind is telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. Like fucking R. Kelly shit. Except we do not fuck with R. Kelly. Okay, I'm saying that right here, right now. Right, Fabi? We do not fuck with him. No, but we do (laughs) fuck with ketamine. We do fuck with horse tranquilizer. (laughs) So, Fabi, you have a bigger story for us about ketamine because you went into a fucking K-hole. Yes. I'm in Colombia. And so obviously this was recently. I love how you're in Peru doing coke, <laughs> Colombia doing ketamine. Like, who is this bitch? A so, drug mule. Stop. <laughs> so I, okay, so I'm, I'm in Colombia and I decide to buy some drugs there. I end up getting this drug called 2C. Can we talk about 2C for two seconds? Because some people don't even know about this drug. I feel like it's the trendy drug right now. Yeah. The one that people are doing. Yeah. And everybody has a different story on what it is. Exactly. Some people say it's Molly and ketamine mixed together. And then other people say it's its own compound. It is its own compound. It's 2CB, which 
I mean, that makes sense. 2C, 2CB. Mm-hmm. Kanye West talks about it in that one song. Trippin', trippin' on that 2CB. So that's what it is. And I talked to a friend who said there's different versions of 2CB. And he took 2CB7, 8 something. There's definitely different versions. Yeah. Because I've had very different experiences. <laughs> yes. And then remember I told you years ago, my ex-boyfriend now was in Colombia and he said they have the craziest new cocaine. It's pink cocaine and it feels way cooler and way <laughs> more fun than cocaine. Fast forward, it's like, bitch, that wasn't cocaine. That was 2C. Yeah. Which I talked to someone from Utah about it and they said, by the way, it's not called 2C here. It's called Rosa. I haven't heard of Rosa. You know what? 2C <laughs> is not. 2C is whatever you want it to be. Is what it sounds yeah. like. But anyways, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I thought that's the drug I was taking, but really it was just straight ketamine. So I ended up taking too much and I ended up going into a K-hole. On my way there, I remember I was like running around the house at the party with like a bunch of people. And I was like telling everybody that we were going to get robbed. Like I turned into like a full-blown <laughs> paranoid freak trying to ruin everybody's fucking night. I was just like, they're going to rob us. They're going to rob us. Wait, so you're going up to people at the party <laughs> saying like, we're getting robbed. Yes. And I remember like my body was like breaking down. Like I could barely hold myself up. And I ended up going upstairs to my room and threw up and fell asleep. And then I came to like 45 minutes later and someone came up to me. And they're like, you just went into a K-hole. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm and like, oh my fucking God, dude. Okay, so you ruined everyone's night. Yeah. You're acting like a psycho. <laughs> and then when you're in the actual K-hole, it's just blackout. Blackout. You don't remember anything. What about your body? Because I mean, I just remember I couldn't talk. That obviously wasn't a K-hole. When you take too much, you can't hold yourself up. So that's why I was like crawling. I literally like crawled up the stairs to my room. <laughs> <laughs> and like made it into the bed. And so, and then you have severe paranoia. The paranoia came before the K-hole. Okay. It was all my way there. But it was because of the ketamine. It's like you're going into like a rabbit hole. Oh my God. Kind of giving like Alice in Wonderland vibes. Yeah, and that sounds fucking terrifying. It is. I probably won't ever do it again. I love how I say probably. Because I don't trust, <laughs> oh, I know, me I don't too. trust myself. <laughs> I know, me too. Probably, but maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I don't trust myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's Fabi's K hole story. My mouth went into a K hole. My body was fine <laughs> yeah. though, so that was my experience. And uh, we should try it again sometime for sure. That's that's really the moral of the story. For people listening, because I know that there are some impressionable people listening who are in high school, we are not recommending you do this. If anything, this is a cautionary tale. Yes, don't do it, kids. <laughs> don't do it. So that is our ketamine story, you guys. Let's talk about S-E-X. Sex, sex, sex. Penis, penis, penis. Vagina, vagina, vagina. Sex, you guys. So, Fabi and I want to talk about the best orgasms we've ever had. Oh, I miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> if you listened to my episode two weeks ago, you will know that I am in a dry spell and... Getting to talk about my favorite <laughs> orgasms is really going to make me feel nostalgic. Yeah, It's going to bring back memories. So I'm really excited. So, Sophia, go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because you're on birth control. Yeah. So, we are going to get into that. It's going to be magical. Before we do, though, and I cannot believe that I still have to talk about this particular thing 
regarding sex, but I just need to make it very clear to my listeners and to my sleuths because in my last episode, there were some other things that were preached that I don't agree with. Fucking on the first date. Is it good? Is it bad? Should you do it? Should you not? Do whatever the fuck you want, okay? When I hear women saying, oh, if you fuck on a first date, men lose interest in you. He doesn't want to talk to you again because he fucking stuck in bed. Honestly, Uh, I feel like I make a guy like me by hooking up with him early on. Like, I'm like, that's how I'm going to get him to keep coming back because my pussy is bomb. Sorry, but it's like, if you are really thinking that like, oh, if I fuck him on the first date, then you should probably work on your fucking skills. Absolutely. You are a fucking dead fish in bed (laughs) and that is why you're not getting a call back. It's not because he lost all respect for you because you spread your legs. It's because you spread your legs and laid there. That way of thinking is very archaic. Mm -hmm. We are in 2021. Yes. If you want to fuck on the first date, do you, girl. Yes. Do not think any guy that actually has an issue with it, you don't want to be with that guy. Thank you. Let me preach that. That Mm -hmm. guy is not worth your time. He is some little weirdo that has issues with a woman being sexual. Like, we're fucking sexual. Fuck all you want. First date, second date, whatever you want to (laughs) do. Fuck And then decide if you want to go on a first date with him. Yes, exactly. That is what we're saying. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. Our best orgasms. I'll go first. Okay. Ooh, I'm reminiscing now. And there there have been multiple. I want to say the an orgasm that really stood out was the first one I had from actual sex. Yeah. Because I didn't have an orgasm from sex until I was, I don't know. I was 26. I was like 23. Maybe. Mine happened in 2016. Yeah. I'll never forget the date. <laughs> it was fucking magical. It's ma- it is. You were like, wait, this actually can happen yes. from a dick? Yes. Yes. You were like, whoa. It, 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 that, that's probably the best orgasm. That's when you really start to enjoy sex. Not saying mm-hmm. that you can't enjoy sex without an orgasm. Yeah. But when you realize that there can be like an ending like that, yeah. you're like, wait, this is actually really fucking fun. Well, and also you're so used to not having one mm-hmm. when you're fucking so that when it happens, it's so unexpected. And, and it feels different than an orgasm done orally or by fingering, I think, because his dick is inside of you. I've never had one from orally or fingering. I don't really like to get any and out. Which, oh, yeah. 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 For me, it's usually from the friction, mm-hmm. like on my clit, which yes. is why I like guys have like a little bit of hair because mm. that's what pretty much stimulates my clit. And then I like obviously having a dick in there (laughs) at the same time. Those two things together, they just like really work out for me. Fireworks, fireworks. (laughs) But aside from that, this is the thing. I am one of those women, I love to be teased, but not in the sense that like, men, you need to give us foreplay like Johnny, like you can't just like shove your fingers in there, like shove your dick in there. Not in that way, actually being teased for a while. So. For example, this is what he was doing. He was rubbing my clit and he would start and stop. And for some reason, the starting and I would start to like really feel it and feel like maybe I was close to an orgasm and then him quickly stopping. It made me come faster, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. 
And it also made me have the most incredible fucking orgasm. It's a dominant submissive thing. You like to be submissive. It's him showing dominance over you and Mm. being like, you want to come, but I'm not going to let you come yet. He wants me to beg for it. He wants you to beg for it. Yes. Which is, it's a, it's like a dirty talk kind of, it's a certain way of having sex. I've had sex that way and it is hot. Okay. I agree with you. I think that's part of it. I also, though, for me, I do think it's a sensation of the buildup and then stopping. Mm -hmm. Buildup, stopping. Well, you're getting frustrated. And you're just like, give it to me. Yes. Yes. The guy that I did that with, like, he'd be fucking me and I'd be like getting close to coming. And then he would like pull out and be like, oh, you want to come, but I'm not going to let you yet. (gasps) It was definitely like a dominant, dominant thing for sure. Yes. That is so fucking hot. That, that is what does it for me. And that is an orgasm that sticks out for me. Fabi, what about you? I, okay, by far the first one that will always be in my heart. Well, of (laughs) course, me too. Yeah. The guy that did it, trash. I don't like remembering him in the picture, (laughs) but I do like remembering the orgasm. Actually, the guy that I had it with, he is a, still a friend of mine. Okay. And whenever he's single, we hook up. But oh, he's not currently single. So I haven't heard from him in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so this orgasm, the reason why it stands out to me is because it was so unexpected. I wasn't anywhere near climax. And then he did this one position and it literally happened within 30 seconds. And I was just like mind blown. So you had an orgasm within 30 seconds yes. of this position. I wasn't even, I wasn't thinking of an orgasm. I wasn't there. Wow. And then he brought me there. So pretty much what happened was we were fucking and then he picked me up. And so my legs are like wrapped around his waist. And then he started fucking me like that. And I think that because my clit was like going up and down, like on his stomach, because he was bouncing you he up was and down. Bouncing me. And it was like, I think just a friction. And I immediately came. It was so fucking bomb. And it made me think about this episode and keeping up in the Kardashians. Uh-huh. And there's a part where Kim K is like, any girl that's dated an athlete will know this position. And it's the same position. <laughs> I will say he's far from an athlete, but he's definitely really fucking good in bed. <laughs> <laughs> but I get the athlete thing because they're big yeah. and can fucking bench press 200, <laughs> 300 pounds, whatever. So you're a little 100 pound. Yeah. And they can just fucking bounce you up and down. I... Love that. I'm going to bring that up to my current boyfriend and have him do it. He is not an athlete, but I have faith in him. I think he can pick me up. I have faith in him as well. (laughs) He can do it. And if he dropped me, I would drop him off at fucking Equinox. And I would... Planet Fitness. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) With his phone. He can't call an Uber. He's there for four hours and I'll be back. Okay, that's what I would do. Okay, I want to do a little segue. You guys are going to be completely shocked about this next topic. Plastic surgery. (laughs) We talk about it every episode, but people can't get enough. I don't even want to talk about it again because at this point, it's like every single time I'm on, that's what we have to speak (laughs) about. But it's literally the only thing I get messages about. Yeah. So I mean, women want to know about it and not most women are not honest about getting plastic surgery. So I think that's why. Yeah. And I mean, I love talking about it. So... I'm here we go. Here for the ride. So most of the DMs I get are positive. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of women curious as to, you know, what I've gone done. Mm-hmm. I have received a few catty comments. I Shocking. see them floating around there in the comment section. Mm-hmm. And a lot of girls, mm-hmm. you know who you are, <laughs> <laughs> tell me that I look 
like Sophia's mom that I look older than Sophia. Okay. So pretty much, and this is the example I'm going to give. We have Bella Hadid bringing up for the second time. So obviously I'm obsessed. (laughs) And Gigi Hadid. Bella is younger than Gigi. Bella looks a lot older than Gigi. Why? Because Bella has gotten work done to really define her face. Mm -hmm. The cheeks, the eyebrow lift. She doesn't have a baby face. She doesn't have a round face full of like fat pretty much. Yeah. It's very structured. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like the Angelina Jolie look. Yeah. If that's the look that you like, then you should get cheek filler. You should get more Botox. You should get your jaw filled in to make it more defined because that's that look. And you're going to end up looking older. Not in a way where you have wrinkles. Like I don't have a single wrinkle on my face. (laughs) But yes, in photos, I do look a little bit older than Sophia because Sophia has a baby face because she hasn't gotten work done. Basically, if you're going to get something done, you are going to look hotter. Hopefully, that's what we all hope when we get something done. But it's going to make you look older. It's That's a, it. It's just, it's depending on what look you like. If you like to look very young and youthful and you like how Gigi Hadid looks, don't fucking get work done. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. But if you, I mean, maybe get Botox. I mean, so yeah. you can keep that going. <laughs> yeah, it, Botox is good to be preventative. But if you like Bella Hadid, that look, then yes, go get filler. Yeah. And, but there is a chance that people are going to say that you look a little bit older. Mm-hmm doesn't mean it's a negative thing. No. And by the way, looking older, I'm fine with that. MILFs, I'm fine with that. So what? Am I supposed to look 20 for the rest of my life? Fuck everyone. Fuck everyone that has put those societal pressures on us. That's like, that's so fucking annoying. It's just, I, I, I know that the girls that you, when you're posting that, I know you're trying to hurt my feelings, but it's not working. It's very funny, actually, because... I would like to fuck Gigi and Bella Hadid. I like both looks. They're both insanely beautiful in their yes. own way, but it's like you have a type. You either mm. like one or the other. They're very different looking. But, d- but you don't have to have stunning. a type. I would want to fuck both. Well, yeah. you know what? To be honest, I don't want to compare them. So I'm not going to say which one I prefer. But I would want to fuck both. ASAP Ferg. I think I need to force some <laughs> Bella can do Gigi. You know that lyric. He says that? Yes. What? I I, heard of ASAP Ferg. Oh, wait, no, no. ASAP Rocky. I heard he is like a freak in the sheets. Okay. I heard the complete opposite because he has a sex tape leaked and I heard it was so vanilla. What? We're looking it up. Okay. Right after this. I just know. I know that he likes to have like threesomes and foursomes. Like he likes, I mean, he loves women. But I mean, he can do that and just like slowly be fucking one. He he could be like the DJ we both fucked and not know (laughs) what he's doing during a threesome. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, whiter looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. 
Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Okay. Let's get into it. You know we have to do it. Questions, advice for the sleuths. Fabi, are you ready? Yes. The advice queens mm-hmm. that we are. Mm-hmm. First question. Hi, Sophia. Love your podcast so much. Forever supporting you. Tips for girls to not forget to take your birth control pill. Set an alarm in the morning or whenever you take it and use a crying baby as the tone. I guarantee that you will not forget to take your pill. My phone cries every day at 9.30 a.m. I know to take my pill. And if I don't and press snooze, that baby cries again. You get the point. Before this trick, I would miss a pill here and there. Now I don't. I think that's hilarious. I, I didn't take my birth control today, so I should probably try it out. We're going to install it on your phone right now. <laughs> this is the funniest shit I've ever heard. And this slew, whoever wrote this in, you are a fucking genius. And I think that I am going to make my own audio for you guys to use for your birth control alarm. And it's going to sound a little bit like this. Hi, guys. It's baby Alessi here. <laughs> Mommy, let's fly. Right out of your pussy, head first so your vagina is never the same again. And after me, you're going to have twins. And you have to make Instagram accounts for all of us and look like an idiot profiting off your unborn children because you forgot to take the pill. (laughs) That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. If that was my alarm for anything, just even like get up for a workout, I'd be like out of my bed. Oh, my God. I fucking love this. Okay, next. Fabi, do you want to read this one? Yes. Let me take it away. Okay. Hey, Sophia. Love the show. I have a question. My boyfriend lasts a really long time in bed. Like the shortest time he can come is like 20 to 25 minutes. Usually is closer to 45 minutes or an hour. So I come an average of four to five times when we have sex. When I come this much, I get so shaky and out of it and I can't stand up for a while. We call it being come drunk. And it usually lasts about an hour. Sometimes I have shit to do afterwards. So I'm wondering if you have any advice on how to get my wits back after sex. Have you ever experienced this? Have I experienced this? Absolutely not. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) Never once in my life. Four to five times coming during sex. That is a dream that I don't think I will ever fulfill. Uh, But that is… You know, this is what I'm going to say. You better not be fucking lying. (laughs) I hate a bitch who lies about, oh, every time I have sex, I come. Oh my God. You are not all coming that much. No. I don't care. No. It's not all of you just are magically coming. No. Every time. So many fucking bitches lie about it. That shit pisses me off. However, I feel that this girl is being honest. I really do. The way she's like describing it in detail. Come drunk. I want to become drunk. I want that sounds like the best drunk to be ever. I would love that. Do I have advice for you? Be happy (laughs) that you're fucking drunk right now (laughs) and that you just came six times because for the rest of us, we can barely have one orgasm when we fuck. Yeah. I love how she says, sometimes I have shit I have to do afterwards. (laughs) 
<laughs> so how do I get my wits back? I guess I can only compare it to being actually drunk because I've never been come drunk. A nap, <laughs> eat food, drink water. Yeah. Lay down. <laughs> Don't be walking around with those wobbly come drunk legs. Probably like a drunken sailor. I don't know. Fabi, what do you think? I would just enjoy the moment. Yeah. I would really like relish it and like lay there <laughs> with my throbbing vagina and be like the happiest fucking girl ever that I just came five times yeah. in one sex session. <laughs> like a dream. We're like living vicariously yeah. through you and not giving you advice. I'm like, you have the fucking life, girl. <laughs> yes. Maybe don't schedule anything that important for an hour after you plan on having sex. I guess. Damn. I'm fucking pissed. Me too. Because I wish that would happen to me. Next, this Fabi uh, male wrote in. Hey, Sophia, I am a 27-year-old male having trouble with relationships and dating because of my foot fetish. I'm kind of insecure about it. Guess I'm just looking for tips or advice to dealing with my foot fetish. I don't want to brag. I want to make this question about me. I did have an anonymous Instagram account made for my feet and my feet only about a year ago. You do have beautiful feet. I mean, debatable. I don't remember what it was called. Sophia Franklin's feet page. I I don't know. And this is what I'm going to say. At first, I was creeped out by it and I felt violated by it. And then when I read this question, I tried to look up the account and it no longer exists. And now I'm pissed. Yeah. Now I'm sad about it. <laughs> like, like, now I miss it. So with that said, a foot fetish is a kink that I'm down with. It's not my thing, but I would be down if my guy was into it. It's not my thing either. If I met a guy and he checked all my boxes and everything else was great. Right. And that was something. He had a foot fetish. All right. Great. I will give you a hand job with my. I'll give you a foot job every night. Yeah. If you want to suck my like toes. Like a little monkey. <laughs> if you want to suck my toes, like have fun. Yeah. Like, it's like everybody has different, you know, kinks mm-hmm. and different things that turn them on. And as long as it's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Just do you. Ooh, that was re- that was really good advice. Dude that wrote in, you have nothing to worry about. You're going to find a girl that's going to be totally cool yeah. with it. Don't feel insecure. Maybe not. You don't have to say on the first date. But but once you start to get comfortable with the girl, you can, you know, introduce that and maybe and just see how she acts about it. And if she's not cool, she's not the girl for you. Right. And honestly, if a woman is like that freaked out by a foot fetish, like have more sex, bitch. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have said that, but I just said it. Who cares? Next. Hi, Sophia. I have this. Weird technique of masturbating where I can orgasm by squeezing my legs together without ever actually touching myself down there. Just wondering if you've heard of this before because it seems like I am a giant, parentheses blessed, weirdo. Okay. Well. Wait, this is how you (laughs) fucking orgasm. I have something to tell you because this is 100% how I orgasm. I cross my legs. Usually I'll put my hand, like I'll cup like my vagina and put pressure on my clit. Okay. But I have done it multiple times where I just cross my legs and I squeeze. I just squeeze my vagina and I can come. I've actually, one time I had an orgasm in the fucking car. 
Just by squeezing your legs. Yes. No hand. No hand. I literally just crossed my legs and I squeezed and I came. Do you, first of all, do you understand how fuck, like I'm jealous right now. That is a blessing. I used to be able to make myself come like any day, any time. Well, and now you're on birth control and now it's not happening. (laughs) Yeah, now it's like things are just a little different now. But it's always been difficult for me with a man. But with myself, I think mm-hmm. probably because I started masturbating when I was like 12 years old. I don't even know. Probably younger than that. Yeah. Like I figured out that I was sexual at a very young age. And yes. I've just perfected the art of masturbating. Okay. But I feel that I started masturbating at a young age. I can't do it with my fingers. Like I either need… A shower head. The… Well, no, it's the bathtub faucet. Remember, yeah. I go underneath and spread my legs. I remember trying that; it didn't work for me. Or the the first time, my, I think my first orgasm was in the jacuzzi. Oh, I and do I, remember that. Yeah, you like, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's different. I've tried that; it didn't work for me. I know, but I'm saying how fucking lucky you are that you can just do it by crossing your legs like a little ballerina, like you're ready to go. The issue is, is that you don't have sex by crossing your legs. That's not how you fuck. I don't have sex by being underneath a faucet <laughs> Yeah, either. but I mean, like a mouth can kind of be like a faucet. Mm, I mean, all I'm saying is like I need at this point, I need to use the womanizer. I have never tried that. I've never used a toy. Well, Excuse I have, me? but like not for my pleasure. I mean like for a video. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You did it for show. Yeah, I did it for show. I, I to this girl. She's saying, I'm wondering if you've heard of this before. We've obviously heard of it before. <laughs> Fabby's here to tell you. That does not make you fucking weirdo. No, it's The way you orgasm. Amazing. Yeah, the way you masturbate, like, does not make you a weirdo. Unless you're, like, need to, like, rub your dick on glass. Even then, though. That's not a weirdo. We don't kink shame here. No. Any way you want to masturbate is fine by us. Mm-hmm. To an extent. just want to say that. Next question. In response to the topic of female body image and different body types and feeling confident in your own skin, something I would suggest to women who feel ashamed that they don't have the perfect body type is get on Reddit and look at how many subreddits there are for every body type. She says, check out the OnlyFans subreddit Real Girls subreddit. I'm never even heard of that. I'm going to like look it up after this and look at how different each girl is. Everyone has something to offer and there are lovers of every body type. I would also encourage girls to consider having a bit of fun and become an online exhibitionist. I do this anonymously on Reddit and OnlyFans, never showing my face, and it has been so liberating and empowering. It's a great way to explore your own body and sexuality. No one seems to give a fuck that I have cellulite and flabby arms. They like that I'm having fun. I am so fucking happy that this girl wrote this in. Because I didn't know that this was a thing really on Reddit. And I never thought about, you know, women maybe struggling with like body issues and this being a way or an outlet to feel good about their bodies. Yeah, to feel empowered. I agree there's someone for everybody. Yeah, there is someone for everybody. You can be the ripest peach in the world. 
But there's still going to be someone who doesn't like beaches. I actually, that is something that as I have become older and more secure with myself, I am so okay with somebody not thinking I'm hot. When mm-hmm. it used to kill me. Yes. That was something when I was 21, even high school, 21, those that, those younger ages. Mm-hmm. If I thought, if like somebody told me that they thought my friend was hotter than me or like I just made a comment that I wasn't that pretty, it killed my self-esteem. And now I'm like, I don't fucking care. That's so interesting. I'm the exact same way. Yeah. It's like as you get older, you just stop caring about that shit. I don't know why. Well, it's really that you're not everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And just like what you said about the peaches. Not everybody loves peaches. Not everybody loves peaches. I do want to point out something, though. I really respect this submission that this sleut wrote in. However, I don't think that women necessarily want to feel as if they are a kink. You know what I mean? Because I think when you become like the kink, it's not the same. It, it's not as empowering as someone's really loving. Do you know what I'm saying? It almost creates a complex to the yes. point where like, he only thinks I'm hot because I'm Asian. Yeah. He only thinks I'm hot because I'm thicker. Exactly. Which that's not the case. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a million beautiful Asian women and it, you being Asian has nothing to do with how beautiful you are. You being curvy has nothing to do with how beautiful you are. Exactly. You are. Yes, it adds to it, but that's not your only thing. Right. You are beautiful. It's not that you're a king. Yes. That's it. Let's just like analyze the second part of this question. Because damn. She talks about being an online exhibitionist. Let's clarify what online exhibitionist is. To me, I think what she meant is she will show her vagina, tits, asshole, naked body on Reddit and OnlyFans. They just can't see her face. And in doing that, she gets, what, positive reinforcement from these dudes telling her, like, she's sexy. And from her point of view, it's liberating, empowering, and it's a great way to explore her sexuality. I think it's a good idea. I like it. I I mean, I don't know if it's something I'm necessarily ever going to try, but I'm not going to say I'm not going to because who knows. I think that if you find something that makes you feel good, keep doing it. You know, it's a perfect example. So many women write in insecure about their vagina and their labia and how long it is. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is a perfect opportunity. Post a pussy shot on Reddit and see how many men respond saying how much they love it. I just... I have heard about girls not liking that part of their body. Me? Okay. Remember I had a thing? I, <laughs> I had a wanna, thing with it. I didn't want to call you out. No, yes. call me out. I know that you had a thing with it. Yes. I don't think there is a single man, a mature man, who gives a fuck how long your flaps are. Yes. I just And if you were to hook up with a guy that cared about that, he's not the right guy. No. Why do you want to be with a guy like that anyways? I do just want to say, last thing, I know I sound contradictory right now. I think this is a good thing to do. I really do. However, I don't think that positive reinforcement from men should necessarily be the only reason you feel good about your body and the way you look. I agree. You know, it's just it's hard because that's how that's how yeah. we feel good is when we get compliments. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you want to try to find happiness and reassurance other ways. Yes. Being happy with just yourself. Mm-hmm. But 
at the same time. It should come from within. It should, but it usually doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) Our entire answer is so contradictory, but if that's going to make you feel good, I think do it. Just don't let that be the only reason you feel good about your pussy. Yeah. Because you got to just feel good about your pussy by yourself. At the end of the day, it's only you in that casket. You and that decaying pussy. (laughs) That was disgusting. (laughs) What are we saying? Okay, we got to cut this question off. Next. (laughs) That was disgusting. (laughs) Last question. Here we go. It's quick and sweet and short. I matched with a guy on Raya. And after our initial conversation, he asked me, what's your vibe? What the fuck do I respond to that? She matches with a guy on a dating app. And right away, he says, what's your vibe? Okay, what's bothering me about this is him just saying the word vibe. (laughs) Trendy words. Just don't use them when you're first getting to know somebody. (laughs) If I had a guy ask me, what's my vibe? Like, are you trying to be Kourtney Kardashian? Like, shut up. Use a different word. Yeah, it's just a little too much for me. I probably wouldn't message him back. But (laughs) I don't think that's actually, like, there's another part to this, like, question. What do you mean there's another part? Like, he, what is he actually asking? That, okay, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what that means. Is he asking what type of girl she is? What's her vibe? Okay, first of all, if a dude asks me a question that is so complicated <laughs> as what's your vibe, I'm not responding. I'm thinking, like, if somebody asks me that, I don't know. Just don't message him back. He'll never say it again. And if he listens yeah. to this, he'll never say it again. I mean, it, For me, it's a red flag. A red flag just to ask that question? The trendy words. Like, I don't want a guy being okay. like, hey, let's go out tonight, YOLO. What the <laughs> fuck? No. No. Okay, I sometimes use those outdated trendy words. So I'm kind of keeping quiet over here. No, but, but it's, it's just, first of all, it's a guy. I don't know. Yeah. There's just something about men using these words. Maybe it's because I usually prefer older men who are very successful, who wear, you know, well like educated. a button-up shirt to work. Not yeah. like, I'm just thinking about if like a guy that I hooked up with was like, hey, girl, what's yeah. your vibe? I'd be like, what? Yeah, we don't even know what the fuck that means. So like, fuck that guy. But if you do need to respond, I would say, I don't have a vibe. Or I would literally respond with, what does that mean? Yeah, what me is it? Vi- what's your vibe? I would just ask, like, what do you mean by vibe? No, turn it around on him and say, mm, I actually want to know what your vibe is. Let's go. Vibe to vibe. Put him up. Vibey. <laughs> okay, guys. That is it for this week. Fabi, thank you so much. I love you being a regular. She's going to come back very, very soon. Where can they find you? Fabi F. Baby. Don't get it twisted. (laughs) Y'all better follow me because I need to start making money off my Instagram so I can move (laughs) to New York and be an Instagram model like I've always (laughs) dreamed. So please help me out. (laughs) What are you selling first? Be honest. I'm going to try for Bang Energy. Yes. Fashion Nova. Yes, bitch. (laughs) Fashion Nova, babe. (laughs) Get Fabi a Fashion Nova sponsorship, please. And it's F-A-B-B-Y. F-Baby. Yeah. Okay. Are you on TikTok? No. Wow. We got got an oldie (laughs) here. And as always, you guys can find me at Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y. I am on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Where else am I? I don't fucking know. And please, 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 please 
rate, subscribe, and review the show. It is the reason I can keep going. Anyways, guys, see you next week. Love you so much. Mwah. Bye.